everybody. Let's do a Google Search Console walkthrough. Um, I'm really excited to do this because I think this is something that people are kind of scared of, Google Search Console, and so they just go for the keywords and then they run. And to be fair, Google Search Console is notoriously buggy. It is not perfect by any means, um, but it's a cool tool and there's lots of stuff we can do. And I didn't mean to rhyme there, it's early. <laughs> so here we are on the Google Search Console data for my She Knows SEO site. You can see the massive spike when I was on Niche Pursuits and everyone was searching for me apparently, <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool. So what we have here is our dashboard. This is like the first thing you're gonna come to. Yours might look a little bit different if you don't have any discover traffic. I'll talk about what that is in a second, but you might then have like view reports up here or then this down here. It like switches depending on like what your site is doing at the time. There's not a massive rhyme or reason to it. It just does it. So yeah, I don't know. Um, but essentially you'll have this graph and there'll be somewhere you can click to get to your keywords. So the main thing here that we want are the Google search results. That's where we're gonna go to look at our keywords and we'll go there in a moment. Um, this is where I spend like all my time. So Google Discover is basically Google's answer to TikTok when TikTok was taking off. They decided that on Chrome, they were gonna do personalized news feeds that like have a variety of information they share. And it's kind of impossible to predict how to use it. Like no SEO has really figured out Google Discover. Um, if anyone has, let me know. I'd love to learn because I don't understand it. And from what I've heard, no one understands it. So typically when Google Search Console has spikes, it's something like a news story got picked up. One of your articles randomly kind of went viral in it. And by viral, it doesn't mean like a lot of clicks, even to be honest. Um, back two years ago, web stories were a big thing for discovered traffic, and then they kind of dropped off for most people. Um, if you have US content or if you're a food blogger, they're still pretty good. But for travel, I find them not great. And they're not like they are technically monetizable, but even Mediavine, like they advised me, don't turn them on. It's, you're not going to make money. It'll just slow everything down and mess stuff up. So I didn't turn them on. Um, I don't do web stories anymore. Like I said, I did them two years ago. For like six months, they did really well and brought in a lot of traffic, but then Google updated the algorithm and yeah, of course we lost everything because suddenly DA mattered where it didn't before. So with search results, um, that's where we're going to get those keywords. Discover will give us an idea of keywords. Um, I'll just click into it now quickly, but it doesn't do a ton. Like for some reason, my SEO spreadsheets uh, course that I sell or like it's like a package of spreadsheets. I guess got picked up. I don't know why, I don't know how, I did nothing for it. Um, so yeah, Google Discover is a mystery that we kind of just leave alone. Now down here is indexing. So this is a place where people tend to freak out when things go wrong. There'll be like a, something's not indexed or it was submitted in your sitemap and now it's not indexed or it was crawled but not indexed. There's so many issues that happen with indexing. Um, indexing sucks. It's so hard because we have like limited control over it. Um, and I will say my advice basically always with indexing is number one, make sure things are connected properly. Number two, make sure like you actually submitted the post. So if it's not um, indexed and you haven't manually submitted it, which just means basically like pasting the URL up here, like you can see a bunch of things here. Um, you paste the URL, you hit enter, we'll do it later, um, and then you can index it. If you haven't done that, do that first. If you've done that and it's still not happening, build internal links. If it's still not happening, build backlinks and then just wait. Every like few months, Google seems to do an update to the backend of GSC that makes indexing a nightmare. 
And there was a period, um, I think about a year ago, maybe, I think it was more like last summer in 2022, where like a bunch of people just like couldn't get indexed for a while. Um, and really they just had to leave it alone. So you can pay for indexing services. I wouldn't, to be honest. I don't think it's worth the money because you can just wait a little bit and build those backlinks and keep working on new content and not spend money on it. That being said, if all of your posts have an issue, then something's probably happening and then you should pay someone to look into that if you don't know how to. But you can click full report. So that's kind of the button you would see if you didn't have Discover. And you can see which pages are indexed or not indexed. Here you can see issues where it's like, oh, is it excluded by no index? I know index some pages on my site. Most people do. Um, does it have a redirect? It's not bad if your page has a redirect. Um, is there another page that exists on the web that has the canonical tag, which basically means it existed first and yours is a copy. These tend to be um, in like, what's the right word? Inconclusive isn't the right word. Inaccurate, that's the right word. Clearly I need to wake up a bit. Um, and then here we have crawled and currently not indexed. And so those are pages that Google has seen, but has not indexed. For me, these are my orphan pages. And I know this because they're um, like course pages and stuff that I haven't connected. And then honestly, I have all basically all redirected them to my Thrive Cart now. Um, yeah, so this is where you might get like errors that would say like, oh, a um, bunch of posts are crawled, but not indexed. Or yeah, no indexed posts are showing up in your sitemap. It's fine. Just most of the time, just leave it. Down here, we have page experience, core web vitals, mobile usability. Um, I do all of this in PageSpeed Insights. When I have to, I usually use webpagetest.org and I just leave this. Um, I don't go into it here. And kind of same for enhancements. So essentially, enhancements are schema on your site that you've done for these things. Um, so if it notices that you have FAQ schema, it will register it. Um, site link search box is another type of schema that basically um, I don't really know how you optimize for it, to be honest. I'd love to learn, but I don't know a lot about it. Um, I think it's just that you're set up for it, <laughs> to my, my knowledge. But yeah, so that's basically our overview of the overview page. And now we'll go into the search results. This is where you're going to spend most of your time. Honestly, this is where like all of us spend our time. So this is where you can see your total clicks. It defaults to the last three months always for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but this is one of the reasons why when we do um, a content audit, we kind of default to three months on Google Analytics as well to compare these two. Um, and I know some people, um, like I was taught this in Stupid Simple SEO to look at traffic and if a post isn't getting traffic to cut it loose. And I disagree with that. Um, I think it's like an interesting idea. My issue is if something is ranking number one, even if that keyword now only gets like 10 searches a month because like that fad is over or whatever, I'm going to keep it because Google evaluates your site as a whole. And so I always say like it's in Canada, we call it a bird course. And I've learned recently that's not a thing. So I kept saying it and people were like, what are you talking about? But it's like an easy course that you take. Like it's the easy elective, like um, intro to drumming or something. At my university, we had um, intro to pirates because our school was founded by pirate money. Um, I was a tour guide. So that's why I know that. And um, we also had intro to rock and roll. And basically you just sat there and listened to rock and roll. And that was like, and then you got an A. And then because of that, your GPA went up. That's the same thing for your site. Like if you have something ranking number one and it's vaguely on topic, like if it's something about travel, I would keep it. Um, even if it gets almost no traffic, it just needs good rankings for like the primary keyword. So this is where you check that. <laughs> Sorry for that tangent. 
um, your clicks will always be massively lower than your impressions. That's because impressions are, number one, like the overview of the monthly page views. So this is the actual like impressions of people seeing it. Um, so they did the search, they're on the page, you are somewhere in there. Um, but as we know, click-through rates are way lower. So even like the first position gets something like 33 or 30% of the clicks, and then everything else gets so much less. So even if you're in the number one spot, let's say for every keyword that exists, you'd still be only one third of your impressions. However, because we have secondary keywords, and then there's always like, Google will pick you up for a random keyword that like really doesn't make sense and is not in the post. And so because you're not optimized for it, you get stuck on page six or something. Um, those will play into the impressions and your click rates. So don't panic if this is a lot higher. If your impressions are like 5 million and your clicks are like two, that like not 2 million, like just two, the number two, then I would start looking at what is happening because you're not ranking for anything. Then we have average click-through rate, which is just like the percentage here. And then we have average position. Average position is based on all the posts on your site. So even on my main site where like most stuff is ranking in the top three, if not number one, um, my pos average position is always about 18, 19. And that's again, secondary keywords and these like extra random keywords being thrown in. So like you don't rank number one for absolutely everything. It's just, it wouldn't be possible unless you like, I don't know, bribe Google or something and like held the owner's daughter hostage and like forced him to give you rankings. I don't know. I don't see it ever happening unless it's some weird spy movie. <laughs> so if you click on these though, you will add these bars to the graph and you can see they all have a similar trend. Um, position is just the only thing that's going to be a little bit flatter typically. Um, yeah, so you can adjust these, but when you turn them on or off, you'll notice that they appear or disappear down here in the graph. So I usually turn click-through rate off unless I'm auditing um, specific posts to see how I can improve click-through rate because even if something's ranking number one, if I can adjust the title to just make it a little bit more clickable, that can get me more people on my site. But the basic thing I usually do is I look at clicks, impressions, and position. And a cool thing that you can do um, up here in, no, sorry, this one, in the three months, you can hit compare and then you can compare three month periods or six month periods or whatever. And this is really great um, because here it can show you the position difference and how things have changed recently. So that's where you can see if you've been gaining or losing rankings. There is like the free Ahrefs um, Webmaster tools can let you do this to some extent, but it will, it's much more limited. So this is gonna be a bit more accurate, even if it's a little bit more overwhelming to go through. Um, I'm going to turn that off, go back to filter. And in filter, you can set dates and like select custom dates where you just click them on here and it'll adjust it. Um, I'm just leaving it last three months for right now. You can also do a bunch of other things up here. So if you want to search only by like um, a certain type of keyword that people are doing, so they call query is basically the keyword someone typed in. Um, so if I wanted to search only the word SEO, I could see every iteration of that that comes up for me. Page, this is where you can put in um, the URL of a page. I do recommend um, putting in like your domain. So like she knows, oh, my keyboard would turn on, she knows SEO.co slash, and then like my Jasper course or something. And then not putting like the last slash either. Just that way you get all of the iterations because there's going to be some times where um, the URL registers with it or without it. You just don't want to mess it up. But you can do like exact URL or you can exclude a URL if you want to. 
and you can even compare two different URLs to see like, okay, here's a newer post of mine, here's an older post, what's happening? So I can show you that. I'm trying to think of any other URLs I remember off the top of my head. I think I have a Jasper review, but I don't remember. Jasper AI review, okay. So here you can see the comparison for each one. So it's gonna be the clicks for each of the keywords. Um, the, so it'll show you like which one, I should have done one where you could see the whole URL, but whoops. Um, and then you can export this to Google Sheets where then you'd be able to like expand it so you can see everything. Uh, we're gonna get rid of the pages. Uh, yeah, then you can search by country, device, search appearance is kind of interesting. Um, I don't really use it, like I don't really know what you would do with it, but it's there. And I think they're working on making it better. Um, search type, you can search images, videos, news. So videos would make more sense if you're looking at like a site that's just on YouTube, even though YouTube has its own analytics for you to look at. And you can even compare them, which is kind of interesting. I don't really do that very often. Um, yeah, so then down here, uh, if you wanna learn more about a specific keyword, like my lyrical host review post, if I click in that, I can, I'll get that query, but then I can see the pages referenced so this is the actual page. And then these hashtag ones are basically, um, typically they appear in a people also ask or in some sort of site link section. Uh, and it's basically just a hot link, which is when this HTML code jumps to that header. That's basically all it is. So it's kind of like what your table of contents does where you go and it's like things to do in Rome, one Trevi Fountain. And if you click on the Trevi Fountain one, you like jump to that point. That's what these do. That way, like when someone clicks on the people also ask section, they go right to that area. And that's what this is happening. Uh, countries, you can see the countries for that specific post, the devices, um, this good page experience, and then you can see dates of when things were happening. So this is kind of cool if like, um, yeah, I don't know if it went viral at one point, you can see when that started, I guess. I don't go viral very often and definitely not on this site. Um, yeah, if you want to look at like by page instead, you can come in here and if I just pick my Jasper course and then go back to queries, this is another way to get just the queries for that specific post. Um, or that page, I mean, sorry. I guess it's the same thing, pages, posts. Same for country, you could like click on the United States to just see your queries for the US if you want. Um, I tend to just look at global stuff, but yeah, that's an option. Same for devices, again, the search appearance and then dates as well. If you want to like look at a certain date things happened. Um, oh yeah, and I should have said with all of these, you can compare stuff, which is really interesting. I like the compare features. I think most people don't use them. But yeah, that's basically how I use this. Um, you can filter by position or by impressions or by clicks. Um, typically, oh, dates, that's why, with position. Um, the, when you filter by position, you will get number one stuff, but it's not always like keywords that you've tried for. On my travel site, sometimes it'll be like, oh, I don't know. Toronto nails or something. It's like, I don't have a post on that. And it gets like an impression of like one. Um, so that's why I don't do by position because sometimes they're nonsense keywords. So I would either do it by impression or typically what I do is by clicks. That way I'm like, okay, where are people actually coming to my site from? And for me, it's mostly that they've been searching my site because I've been doing a bunch of webinars and stuff lately that people have seen me on. 
Um, then for indexing, here's where you can like that page I clicked to earlier, you can like get into this information more. Um, video pages. So I embed my YouTube and sometimes it doesn't like that and that's fine because I just started doing it and I didn't resubmit my sitemap. Um, here's where you'd submit your sitemap. So I have mine submitted for this site through Rank Math, but you could manually submit it here. And if you're having errors with your sitemap, this is a place that you can come and manually submit it. So um, like if you're having issues here where it's like, oh, um, that no index pages are being included in your sitemap, da da da, you could go and resubmit it or just re-go through your SEO plugin setup wizard and like refresh it basically. Um, removals is if you have content on your site that you want to have deleted immediately. So like maybe you accidentally infringe on a trademark or something like that and you'd get sued get that request in and remove that URL. Um, but if you know index it, it takes a minute or two for it to happen. I don't do these because I've, I've never had a massive like, legal issue or something where I'd have to, but it, I wouldn't do it for something that's just no indexed. Um, again, these are page speed. I don't use those. And then the enhancements I don't really use. Gotta move my little head out of the way. Um, I don't really do the security or manual actions. I've been really lucky I haven't had a manual action against me. Um, I think most people usually get away with it, but sometimes people get them and that's where you'd handle it. Um, legacy tools is the old web tools. Now links is something I wanted to show y'all because this is really interesting. So you know when you go to like KeySearch or Ahrefs and it tells you like who's linking to pages or what your top uh, linking sites are from or like anchor text. It's all here for free for you in Google Search Console. So you can go and find it. So I can see what pages on my site are most linked to. Um, mostly it's going to be the ones that are like in my, um, my header bar. Um, but I can also get only external links. So it's pretty interesting to go through. And so you can come here and you could see like, okay, what are the anchor texts I'm using most often? Um, you can see like who's linking to me. And if I click on it, it will show me um, what they are targeting the page to. And if you come in here, again, if you just click on stuff, you'll see what the pages linking to you are. And so in the internal link one is really good. If you don't have Link Whisper, um, this can be a good way to keep track of what's happening with your site about like what's getting links. You could come in here and just um, sort internal links from the bottom up and you would get like zero for the worst one. Like this is a category page I set initially and then never did anything with because I didn't want it anymore and I haven't deleted it, probably should. Um, but you can then see if you had orphan posts that need the internal links. And yeah, this is kind of a cool place where you can see who's linking to you. Um, and then settings are just going to be your settings of who gets to log in. So users and permissions is where you can add people. So I have like myself and my VA. Um, and then I don't, oh, and then these two are the query hunter ones because I set up wrong the first time and then I set up a new one. Um, yeah, then you get more information here. If you want to like delete the property ever because you just you don't want the site to exist, you can get rid of it. Um, and then before we go to the very bottom, I'll talk about submitting a post. This is one that I published last night. Um, so basically, because it does exist now, this is going to be green. When you first come here, like let's just make one up. Oops, that's YouTube. No, I just want to copy it. <laughs> um, 2022. Let's just put that because it's not going to exist. So it says the URL is not on Google. And so what you can do is you can request indexing. So you would just click request. Um, I'm going to request it. It's not going to happen because the link doesn't exist. 
Um, so it's going to test if it can be indexed, and it can't because it doesn't exist. Um, if it did, it would let me immediately go on. Um, yeah, this little eye will also show if it says um, crawled but not indexed. Same idea. So if I go back to this, this is what it's going to look like when it is indexed. So Google has figured it out and it is on Google. Uh, and you can see that it's mobile usable, it has the FAQ schema, all this like cute information here. It's, yeah, just there basically. Um, yeah, down here we have submit feedback and about search console. Was I going to do anything with those? I don't think so because I don't think I've ever used them. No. Ah, stop testing things. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that actually is it. Yeah. Finally kept a video under 30 minutes for once. Go Nina. So that's Google Search Console. That's really how I use it. Um, I do export a lot of stuff to Google Sheets. And yeah, hope you have fun playing with it.